Welcome everybody to the Better Presentations More Sales Podcast and this is episode 167. We've got a really interesting episode, a great guest for you this week, Laura Walker is going to talk to you about how to avoid burnout. Now we know that during lockdown, we know that a lot of people have been working from home and working longer hours maybe than normal things like that you know so how do you switch off how do you relax how do you declutter your working life well you're going to learn a lot from Laura in this episode so let's get straight into it welcome Laura to the show so Laura welcome to the show thank you Trevor it's great to be here well great to have you Laura. now could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you're up to yeah, okay, so, um, well, where do I begin? Um, so I am a mindset coach, um, started off as a mental health nurse, and um, I also am co-founder of Memory Matters Southwest, which is an organization that helps people living with dementia to thrive. And actually, that's what I do throughout all my work is help people to thrive. End of story. <laughs> <laughs> so just tell us a little bit about what Memory Matters is. So Memory Matters is an organization that um, I co-founded with my sister-in-law. We're both nurses. So I'm, I'm a mental health nurse. She's a, she's a general nurse. And um, I had always been really, really passionate about working with people with dementia. And you may or may not know, probably um, the, the numbers suggest that most people that you meet will know somebody who's living with dementia or, or know somebody who loves somebody living with dementia. And yet, you know, the services are quite sporadic in terms of somebody can get a diagnosis of dementia and then maybe not see anybody in the health or, or social care profession for a year or so, really. It tends to be, here's your diagnosis, now off you go, um, and there's not much in between. So that's where, that's what Memory Matters does, really, is we, we plug that gap by providing cognitive therapy, which is, an, a, is a lot of fun. A lot of fun. That's mostly what it is, actually, is getting people together and having a whole lot of fun. <laughs> oh, that's great. Now, I'm really interested um, about what you do as a mindset coach, and particularly because I've got this circle, which I've probably talked about in previous podcasts, and about, you know, for, for, for business people, salespeople, those doing presentations. And I say yes. that, you know, the key three, the three key things to success are knowledge, attitude, and mindset. So, Tell me about being a mindset coach. What, what, how does that work? Love it. So, so basically, you know, everything is about how we, what we're thinking, isn't it? Or how we're thinking or how we're, we're thinking about the thing that we're about to do. And if we're going into it with a mindset of this is not going to work because it never works or, you know, um, there's no point to me doing this because X, Y, and Z, um, then we're not, we're just not going to be successful <laughs> in whatever we do. So we have to change it. And a positive mindset is about, you know, going in with, we might not have the evidence yet. We might not have the evidence that we're going to be successful yet, but we go into it as if we are, as if we have already been successful sometimes. And then that completely changes the way that we turn up in life, essentially. Um, so that's what my work is all about, really. You know, mindset is is really the, the the crux of everything, isn't it, in terms of how we experience life? Well, absolutely it is. And I, I noticed in your LinkedIn background photograph, you used the, you used the phrase, obtain un, unshakable optimism. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... You it makes me really unpopular sometimes. 
<laughs> so you work with business people. Um, I'm, I'm, what sort of, you know, when they come, you know, what sort of, what does your average client kind of look like, Laura, in terms of what they bring, where, where they, when they come to you, what, what sort of position or state are they in? Yeah, it's really interesting. So I'm working a whole lot more with health-based businesses. So entrepreneurs, a bit like myself, actually, who've come from a background of nursing or occupational therapy or, or, or care, where we are really, really good at caring for other people and making sure that everyone else is all right. And we're juggling all, you know, everything. We put all the plates in the air, but we're not so good at looking after ourselves. Um, so that seems to be my client base is, is people who are really actually at risk of burning out. Um, or people who have burnt out, as my I myself have had that experience as well. Um, I had a had had a breakdown about four years ago, and it completely. I was st- I was still a mindset coach at that point. Isn't that great? So I, you know, I'm a mental health nurse. I should know this stuff. You know, I know all the theory, but I still had a massive breakdown and was unable to. Like my brain just stopped. It said I can't do this anymore. And um, my realization after that was, right, I have to change the way I do life from now on so that I can, you know, I can be healthy, mentally healthy. Um, and that's what I help other people to do, essentially, is, is put those things in place. And there's some really some key things that we have to do to keep healthy. Well, that's interesting. I did read about that. I did read your story on your website. I wasn't I wasn't aware it was four years ago, but uh, mm. um, so you know, a lot of people do coaching without real life experience of what they're coaching on. So you clearly have had that experience. And I picked up on what you said there about looking after yourself, because uh, several years ago now, I was very fortunate in a previous previous job that I spent some time at the Ashridge uh, Leadership School in in, uh, Berkshire, I think it is. And one of the things one of the big takeaways for me was that very phrase, look after yourself. You know, they banged on about that an awful lot. So you know, we're, in, we're always in a chaotic business world, Laura. People are always asking us, how busy are we? And are you busy yeah. and all this sort of stuff. So is being too busy not a good thing? Definitely. I think, you know what, there's something about, it's become a habit almost, hasn't it, to say, how are you? Oh, you know, busy. And, um, and we all kind of, yeah, we talk about it a lot, are really busy. <laughs> um it's not great to be busy all the time. And actually, you know, and it's something that I have to remind myself again. And I think, you know, I would essentially be busy all of the time, but I know that when I take a a day and I do this in my calendar every week, I have a whole day where I don't have any meetings so I can get my head down and do the creative stuff because that's where those ideas come. That's where the best business ideas come. Um, And if we don't give ourselves that time to, just be in a space and be creative um then we're 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 not really effective anyway we're busy doing what i mean literally we're doing one one meeting to the next and and doing the next thing and and it's yeah it's all a bit too much and do do you think that kind of um has got we've gone a bit too extreme on that that we feel as though we have to be busy um I was, it was very interesting when the pandemic started, I remember, you know, people were furloughed and then they started coming back and working from home. And I was, I was working with one organization and the, all, a lot of their people were working from home, well, clearly. And the message they were getting back from them, really busy, you know, really busy, you know, really busy as though, and, and we kept saying, well, you know, I think that, that doesn't, you know, that can't be great, can it? You know, so how do you, how do you 
convince people that not to be busy it is about like how would you how would you treat your best friend okay if you saw that your best friend was doing way too much you would say to them right you really need to slow down now and that's what we need to do with ourselves is be our own best friend um and I think not getting into that competition about who's the busiest I think there's that we get a lot is wrapped up in self-worth around how busy we are um Mm. because it makes us feel important and it makes us feel valuable um but actually, as I said, that thinking time is really valuable as well. So it's about trying not to compete, essentially. And, and that's not conscious. A lot of the stuff we do isn't at all conscious, um, but it's catching it and noticing it and, and, and thinking, right, you know, if I haven't had time to have lunch, if I haven't, one of the key things is like for me, and, and this goes for, 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 you know, my dementia training as well in the terms of you know, are you drinking enough? Because if you're drinking enough, you'll at least be getting up to visit the loo. <laughs> and oh, you'll you find you water, not not sort of copious yeah. amounts of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was a bit worried no, for our you... listeners there, Laura. You were... <laughs> I was a bit concerned what you were encouraging them to do then. <laughs> yeah. Come have on, listeners, had... hit the bottle more. <laughs> have you had your gin and tonic at 10 o'clock this morning? <laughs> Mine's ready by my desk. No, I do mean water. I do mean water. And if we're, for example, if we're, if we're drinking the two litres of water that we should be drinking every day, then we should be getting up from our desk quite a few times. Um, and, and a lot of people aren't drinking enough. And it's like, if, you're, if you've been sat there for a good two hours, then it's very probable that you're not looking after yourself. Yeah. And so this, I mean, I, I, read, a, I read the book uh, when it was very popular of, uh, two, a couple of years ago, uh, Tim Ferriss, The Four Hour Week. Mm. And... Um, got it by my bed (laughs) (laughs) and of course you read that book and you think well you know it's a great concept but I think you're right I think it feels as though you've got to fill your time and I don't know but I I got a bit of a feeling when people were suddenly all working from home as though they were working more hours to justify to their employers that they were useful and relevant and then they were kind of measuring it in the time rather than necessarily the outcome you know so you know, if you if you bring in, I don't know, ten thousand pounds a week, and you, it takes you an hour to do it, is that better than bringing in eight thousand pounds a week and taking fifty hours to do it? Yeah, absolutely. And that that you're talking mindset, aren't you? The changing changing how we think about things, um, and that's absolutely right. And I think sort of in the entrepreneurial world, that's absolutely how we should be thinking about value rather than time, isn't it? So when you you know when you're pricing, you're pricing on value rather than pricing on how long it te- it takes because of mm. you know what we're bringing to the table essentially so yeah it's the same sort of thing i i really struggled for a really long time not to work you know all the hours you know have all the emails coming in at night time you know all of all of the unhealthy things that we know are not good for us um and why is that that's because it's cultural isn't it it's the the expectation mm. particularly when you're a business owner is that you give it more than 110 percent all of the time um but you don't need to and oh, it's sorry. that it sorry no carry on i was going to say about the the, the 80 20 principle which i'm sure you're really aware of and it, it, you know it's something that i look at with my clients is you know how are you how are you actually spending your time because 20, you know, if 20% of your time is, is giving you 80% of the results, then that's really where you should be spending your time. 
I read a survey that was uh, embedded in a LinkedIn post a couple of weeks ago, and I tried to find it in preparation for this, uh, this recording, but I couldn't find it. But I remember it was something around, it, was, it wasn't that long ago, and it was, it was an internal audit by trainees within a financial services organization, I think one of the big consultancy companies. And it was just talking about 100-hour weeks and all this sort of stuff, you know, and people working through the night to, to finish off reports. And, 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 and I think the bosses did get, did, it did land on their desk. But presumably, when you're working with organizations, I guess when you talk about culture, but does that, is that a top-down thing or can it just embed itself naturally within the organization? I think it's a top down thing. I think certainly from, you know, running a staff team, it, uh, you have to be really strong on it, on your boundaries, on your on your um, organisational boundaries. You know, I have lots of conversations about we're not going to eat our lunch while we're at the desk. You know, if if things don't get done, um, then so be it. You need to have your lunch. <laughs> you need to get outside. You need to have fresh air because then I know that I'm looking after, you know, it's about being person-centered in, in terms of the team. And I know that I get the best out of people when they're well-rested and when they've got time to think. Um, you know, just being at your desk and typing on your keyboard, <laughs> not necessarily that productive. Well, it's Whilst you're eating your pasta. Well, that's right. I mean, I, I must admit, you know, I, um, if I'm working with people, I try and work with them in the mornings because I know that that's when I'm at my best, my sharpest, you know, and okay, I'm, I'm not too bad after lunch, probably, but I think I'm more energized in the morning. And I guess we all have that period, don't we, where we're, we're energized. I had a guy on the podcast or a few months ago now who talked about your A game. And mm -hmm. he said, you know, in, in most in most people in business, we're only on our A game for a very small percentage of the time. That's when we're most energized, we're most engaged, we're really at our top best. The rest of the time, we're kind of movie you know we're, we're, we're going along at an average pace we're doing stuff and I guess um, if you're energized and you've got that mindset of you know you don't want to be fully busy you can be on your a-game more often yeah absolutely and you know what happens is when we wear ourselves out is then we start beating ourselves up because we're worn out <laughs> and we can't perform at the at the place that we can I guess when we're on our a-game mm. so so mm. then that affects how we feel and that affects our mood and then that affects our output and it's just a vicious circle so Laura I'm going to ask you in a second uh, for uh, you know to, to finish off our recording for two or three top tips but before I do that can you just tell me you know how do people engage with you then in terms of, you know, what, what's it look like when they're working with you? Is it a series of, of sessions or how does that work? Yeah, so I do a 12-week program. So I'm just in the process of, of I will be launching very soon um, my, um, I've, so there you go, I've completely forgotten what it's called now. Um, <laughs> beat up to feet up. It's beat up beat to feet up. Right. Yeah. I better make I'm a that it. for the beat show up notes. Beat up to feet up, right. <laughs> Um, okay. And it's a 12 week program. So I always work with people in 12 week programs. Um, and, and this one is specifically about um, and about burnout. So for, for people who are particularly thinking that they might be getting towards burnout. And of course, it's not always us that sees it. It's others. So it's about listening to other people. If they're saying mm. to you, slow down, then it, it's very potential that you need to. And is that a one to one program or do you deliver that for a group of people within an organization? Yeah. So it's a group program. Right. Okay. Yeah. So how, you might have a number of people on the on the group then, or yeah, absolutely. Well, only a small amount of people. So I work with four people. 
Okay. Um, so because that because that gives us time then to to sort of really explore each other's um you know challenges that they're having. But yeah, we go through a specific program, sort of looking at headspace and um looking at you know how we have our own story. So we talked about mindset, but what is your story? Is your story you know? Oh, I've got to be busy, or I am always busy, or this is how it is. So we so we really start to explore what those stories are. And is one of the challenges for people. I think you just referred to it, Laura, to actually recognise that this is going on and they need to come and see someone like you just to help them get sorted out. Is that is that one of the biggest challenges these people have? Yeah, it really is. I mean, I can think of, you know, it, myself, I didn't see burnout coming. I honestly didn't see it coming. I woke up with a panic attack in the middle of the night. Um, but of course, in hindsight, I can see I was doing way, way too much, too many hours um, for a really long time with a lot of stress, you know, new, two new startup businesses, um, yeah, there's only so much that we can do so it is about being really realistic and then when we put things in place we never need to go there again or go there at all if we get there beforehand because we can completely change the way that we live our lives and our businesses run our businesses so I imagine the people who go through your program then they they have a bit of a light bulb moment is it is that kind of how they they see it yeah, absolutely. I mean, just it, just by going through the process. Now, the hardest thing for somebody who's nearly burning out is to say, I haven't got time to do a program. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my hardest conversation is to say, you know, if you haven't got time to do it, then you really do need to do it. Yeah, and, uh, but I make it as easy as possible. So I'm not actually piling more work on at all, but that we work together in, in, a, in a great way so that we can start to really change routines. Um, okay. Great. So now um, I imagine uh, m most of this is done virtually. So you've got yes. a, you're pretty because a lot of I do. I know our listeners of this podcast are, are scattered all over the globe. So um, so if they want if any of them want to get hold of you, Laura, how do they do that? So I think probably the easiest way is to look me up on LinkedIn, um, but I'll also give you my um, my email that I'll give you my website address, which is laurajessica.com. Okay. Um, so you can find me on there as well. And uh, yeah, so LinkedIn's probably the best place, I think. Okay, cool. Well, I'll, I'll put those, uh, I'll put those links in the show notes for everybody to pick up if uh, and that. So if you could uh, give our listeners who are thinking now, looking in the mirror, already listening to this podcast and thinking, my goodness me, I'm getting close to burnout. Is there anything that you can, you know, a couple of top tips that they can uh, do now before they, they come and talk to you? Yeah, I'll give you three. So the first one is stop. <laughs> stop. Find some headspace. And that might mean for you, it can be different for different people, but it might mean meditation, uh, writing gratitude journals mindfulness relaxation getting out in nature it's different for different people and that's why it's really important that we work person-centered with people so that's the first one stop second one self-compassion be your own best friend to so treat yourself like you would treat somebody that you loved and adored um, and take time out for yourself self-care really really important and then finally i think the third one that i would say is get yourself a really good daily routine so think about what you do when you get up in the morning. It's not straight to the phone, <laughs> straight onto, you know, think about how you're spending your time. Instead of being on your phone for half an hour, why not spend that time in quiet meditation? So, yeah, just just about prioritizing how you spend time. Brilliant. Laura, that's been an absolutely fascinating uh, discussion. So I'm sure our listeners would really appreciate all your thoughts and ideas on that. 
And um, if it helps some of them, you know, avoid getting into that situation in the first place, that's great. And uh, I will put all the contact details so they can look you up and uh, get a more of a feel for, for what you're delivering. But thank you very much for coming on the show. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, everybody, I hope that's been a great episode for you to sit back and reflect upon and think about what you're doing. And are you in danger of burning out? And Laura's top tips there, you know, those three at the end, stop, you know, just stop, (laughs) find some headspace and have a bit of self-compassion. Treat yourself a bit like you would your best friend. And, And also think about your daily routine as well. Because we all know if we just go at it too hard, don't we, then, you know, that we're not going to be the best of ourselves and we're just going to eventually, we are going to stop and we need to do that before we get going. So great episode. I've put all the connections to Laura in the show notes. So that's another episode uh, gone, ladies and gentlemen, episode 167. So if you'd like to be a guest on the show, then just think about what you'd like to bring to the table because what I'm trying to do with better presentations, more sales is... Show you know, share some tips and ideas around how to do just that, how to create better presentations and how to do more and create more sales on the back of it. And occasionally have people like Laura in there who bring something to the table as well, which can help you on your day-to-day business lives. So if, thanks for listening. If you did enjoy the podcast, then please do leave a review because that's always then really encouraging for me to keep the show going and provide some content with you every Monday. And if you'd like me to come in and help you with your presentations, whether you've got a key presentation coming up or you've got some sales coaching you need doing, then, you know, get in touch. Podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk or look me, up on, look me up on LinkedIn. We can have a conversation about how I might be able to help you, maybe help the team as well. We've got some really interesting stuff going on at the moment. And, um, Yeah, so if you want to do those better presentations, you want to create more sales, then uh, get in touch and I'll help you. All right, thanks for listening. See you next week.